Today on the Mike O'Mara Show. We still have a rat problem, and there are less people that live here in the city. And Shannon walked up to our Amazon Fresh delivery yesterday, and she said, I'm getting Santos out of the car, and then I see a rat on our stoop circling oh, our Amazon Fresh oh, stoop. No. Yes. Do you still have like the 1600s? You know what? It's in a town called Pleasanton, California. That creeps me out. We have listeners there. I'm sure we do. I think that's been a city in the beginning. Pleasanton, California. Pleasanton, sure. Yeah, you know who lives there? Rod. It's 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 (laughs) Rod. It's Rod from Pleasanton. (laughs) Yeah, it is. All that and more. The Mike O'Mara Show starts now. Mike O'Mara, Radio Entertainment. Today's episode of the Mike O'Mara Show is brought to you by our bonus packages. Lower. Please go to MikeO'MaraShow.com and click on the bonus banner. You'll get access to all of our bonus content, and even better, you'll be helping out TMOS. So please, quit sucking, and we thank you. Available on demand every day in iTunes and the Google Play Store and around the world on MikeO'MaraShow.com. What more can we do for you? It's the Mike O'Mara Show. Welcome to the Mike O'Mara Show. Uh, as I like to refer to it, a well-oiled machine <laughs> with everybody can. Uh, just to, hey, Jim, how are you? Jim McBride, Mr. Skin is with us right now. How are you, yeah. sir? Good to see you. Doing great, Mike. Great to see you. It's been a while, man. It Glad has been a good long time. Uh, Jim, before we get going, let me just uh, note to the staff, we'll be having a meeting after the show, guys. Something for all of Fair you enough. to look forward to. A really, really good one. Okay. Uh, anyway, th- there is a... Uh, in a land long ago, far, far away, uh, DJs all over the country used to have a man on their show all the time that was considered completely socially acceptable. And his name was Mr. Skin. And he went on with all the disc jockeys in America and talked about skin in the movies. And uh, it, the shows that Don and Mike did with Mr. Skin, uh, if you if you went into a morning show today in 2020 and did that, Probably would not. Uh, you probably be seeing a news report about the way we behaved with uh, Mr. Skin. It's right. a, it's a, it's a different world we live in. So, flash forward, we've known Jim for a, a, a long time, and suddenly there's an academic exercise out there with Skin, the history <laughs> of nudity in the movies, because he is the executive producer of uh, a movie that I think you're going to be seeing. Uh, seeing in film classes for a very, very long time. And uh, he, you know, this is this is a boy that took his childhood obsession and turned it into a career and a lucrative career at that. Jim Skin, uh, I'm sorry, we always used to call you Jim Skin on the old show, <laughs> Old Habits Die Hard. <laughs> no, that's fine, that's fine. I, I am so sorry. Uh, but it's great to have you with us, uh, Jim McBride. This is... Uh, I'm about, I would say, halfway through it, and it oh, is, good. it is truly, truly uh, an interesting history of skin nudity in in the movies, and uh, and here you are, like nothing you've ever done, right? Yeah, I had never done obviously a documentary. I'm the executive producer of this, meaning put up the money, but hired an incredible team, a director, Danny Wolf, and I had some guys who used to write for me at Mr. Skin that I really trusted to help put this thing together. But the team is great. And Mike, I knew that they had never, in the 20 plus years I've been doing Mr. Skin, I've known that a documentary on this subject had never been done. The problem was I didn't know how to do it. You know, I I didn't, but then 
but as time went on, I, you know, putting this team together really helped. And you guys know too, like documentaries are huge now. Last Dance, we probably mm-hmm. all watched. I'll Be Gone in the Dark on HBO, Tiger sure. King, whatever it is. Documentaries are, are really cool. But I got to say, what I didn't expect when we started working on this two years ago was the reviews that we would get. In fact, I never even in my head, having never done this, didn't even think about mainstream media reviewing this documentary. Never even, never dawned on me. We've had great reviews in Variety, mm-hmm. Hollywood Reporter, CNN, Yahoo. Mike, even AARP recommended this to all their, <laughs> to all their members. So, so my parents are like, what's this movie you're involved with? I'm like, all right, oh, I'll tell you this story. But uh, anyway, because I was, I was so worried, and you kind of touched on this in my introduction, is in this day and age of uh, the Me Too movement and cancel culture, to do a documentary on the history of nudity in film from Thomas Edison to today, even with the best intentions, which we did have, and we're very in tune with the Me Too movement and everything, right. it could easily look exploitive. It could easily piss people off in some way. But I got to say, reading the reviews, the thing I'm most proud about is that uh, the reviewers are like, how the hell did they do this where you know, there's like tons of nude scenes. It's a history of nudity, yet it doesn't seem exploitive. And to me, that's the key to this documentary. And it's also, you know, legitimate, informative, compelling. And like you said, it could even be taught in, in film school someday. Huh. Well, what what gets me early on, and as I said, I'm not all the way through it, uh, but, I, but I have to say that um, a lot of this centers around uh, groups that were formed for censorship. And I love the discussion of the pendulum swinging between uh, with the morality people that, that going back and forth. And during conservative times, we have less nudity and then it swings back. But then you have uh, the, the most fascinating part of the early part of this documentary is that you have these this censorship board that is set up and has this spectacular language of restriction and this will not be included and this will not be included and these people are paid by the studios and they set this all up and then bingo the, the, they, they just do whatever they want anyway because it's just a uh, it's just a paper tiger it's really yeah. not there to to enforce anything and say you can't do this I mean really this has been going on for for a long time since film was was created i mean we've had nudity in the movies yeah and i think one of the things when people watch this documentary and again i want to stress it starts thomas edison and the invention (laughs) of the motion picture camera all the way to the me too movement so it's all the nudity male and female during that time but i have to correct you jim i have to correct you thomas edison really didn't invent it he stole it i got that from your documentary jim (laughs) we talk about that i didn't want to get into i I meant from his era to this but you're right right. he did not invent that Uh, Uh exactly but um what people that watch this documentary are learning and and most people didn't know was how much nudity, debauchery, craziness were in movies pre-1934 when the Hayes Code came out. I mean, we talk about Audrey Munson, uh, this beautiful model and actress who in 1915 was nude in a movie called Purity. The very first movie that won an Oscar in 1927 when they started the Academy Awards was a movie called Wings. 
And Clara Bow, who was the most famous actress in the in the world, showed her breasts in that movie. And people don't right. realize that. Even Hedy Lamar, we show her chasing a horse completely naked. By the way, Mike, the greatest nude while chasing a horse scene in movie history. She, <laughs> she is completely nude in 1932. And then, the, of course, the Hayes Code, the Catholic League of Decency, and then what we all know is 1930s, 1940s, 1950s American cinema, as you guys all know, had no nudity. But before that, it was crazy. So that, that's an interesting part of the documentary for people, and we show all those rare nude scenes. It really is. Uh, it's interesting the way it all falls out. And uh, when you're talking about uh, the nudity in, in cinema, uh, and as I said, I'm, I, I have to be full disclosure, not not to the end yet, but I think I, I've seen what, what I would consider the most voyeuristic uh, element. Their, their films, basically, they made, I, I guess they might have been in the 40s or the 50s. I don't know when they were, but they 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 basically film nudist colonies or, or <laughs> and it is and listen i speak as a as a disc jockey as a shock jock from the 80s who did a live broadcast from a nudist facility i am telling uh, for you young boys out there right now there is nothing more dull than a nudist colony nude right. uh, it is like it's literally well it's mostly outside it's talking about watching paint dry it mm. is just and 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 then they they needed something more, and they knew that early on when they were showing that that it just didn't do anything for anybody just to sit there and put a camera on people walking around. Uh, there are, I, look, I think you'd agree with this. There are certain, there's such a wide variety of things that are interesting to to look at, and things that are just well, it's it's nudity for nudity's sake. Right. Uh, but it evolved right. so dramatically, and what got me was how it went back and forth. You know, where, oh, yeah. where it's gone since the history of film. It's amazing. Yeah. And, and you're talking about the era just before this is like in the 50s. You're right. Yeah. 50s, where right. It, it wasn't you couldn't get it into an actual real movie. So right. these these and then the, the law changed where you, you wouldn't go to jail for putting a film together of just watching people at a nudist colony. So, you know, they didn't have the Internet. They didn't have cell phones, you know. The only way, uh, you know, a 20 something guy, 30 something, whatever, married man could go see nudity was go watch these stupid uh, uh, nudist colony movies. And, and that was the thing for a while. Like also those things, if you remember, like our parents or my dad, you know, him and his guys back in the day would watch those eight millimeter horrible uh, stag nudies. films. Yeah. Yeah. Stag films. Right. And and we talk about that in, in the documentary. But yeah, that was what they had in the 50s. So it's part of the documentary as we lead into the 60s, 70s, and 80s and beyond. We're talking uh, to Jim McBride, and uh, the movie is uh, The History of Skin. Skin, a history of nudity in uh, the movies. Uh, you can get it everywhere. Uh, Amazon, it's uh, it's out now. And uh, you do touch on, and I haven't gotten there yet, but I know it says here that you do touch on gender bias. And uh, that's that seems to me to be forever in the movies, where it's perfectly okay to see all of a woman, but... But uh, really, only recently have you seen more male nudity. Would that be accurate in film? Yeah, yeah, de definitely on the male. Even though this documentary focuses on both, there's obviously <laughs> way more female nudity in history than male nudity. But mm -hmm. I will say this. In present day America, we're like almost at the point where it's equal. In fact, like when I first started going on your show and started Mr. Skin, like way back in 99, um, there was only like 16 places we could get uh, nudity 
from for our website on television. About 10 years later, there were 29 places. In 2019, there are 144 different uh, shows that we could get nudity from because of all the different platforms with mm-hmm. Amazon and, right. and all that. But the big difference is it's almost equal amount of male nudity. Like, um, yeah, we all watch Game of Thrones, but do you remember there was a lot of male nudity in Game of Thrones? Uh, yeah. There's a ton of television that features male nudes. Um, nudity is not going away. In fact, we've never had more because of the advent of television, all the different platforms and stuff. So we're finally kind of caught up where you just as you're probably just as uh, likely to see a male nude as a female nude uh, in television, especially uh, today. It was not the case, obviously, in the 70s, 80s and 90s. And you uh, parade, I mean, I'm just looking at the names on here uh, that are in this documentary talking about skin, uh, nudity in the movies. Uh, Peter Bogdanovich, uh, you've got Pam Greer, uh, Kevin Smith is in this, Sean Young. (laughs) uh, Listen, Sean Young, for uh, a guy that uh, grew up with cinema and with, you know, No Way Out, uh, you know, before, I always thought Sean Young was, uh, her scenes were always, she committed. And uh, and she was... uh, it, but it was not. We're not talking about porn here. We're talking about just different uh, levels of of interest. Now, where do you see it? it? You had talked about. We've talked about it before. Right now, that's the land of uh, uh, of freedom. Seems to be all of the streaming services, the cable channels. That's where it exists now, right? Where I don't want to yeah. say anything goes, but it's much. Has that been modified at all during uh, recent times with the Me Too era that we're in right now? Great question, because what what we talk about, and you haven't got to this yet in the documentary being halfway through, but touching on the Me Too movement, one of the things that's come out of this is they have these things called intimacy coordinators now on the sets of movies and television (laughs) shows. So the director, actress, they agree on they're going to be doing a sex scene or a nude scene, but there's an intimacy coordinator on the set today since the Me Too movement that makes sure that the director follows what he's supposed to do that... They don't throw in this extra, oh, uh, you know, we want you to do this new thing that we didn't discuss before. And and it's someone you have on set that, you know, you could confide in or whatever. Big contrast to the actresses we speak to, like Linda Blair, who did Chained Heat, Erica Gavin, who was in Russ Meyer movies in the 70s, Pam Greer, Diane Franklin, who was in Last American Virgin in the 80s their experience on the set they didn't have an intimacy coordinator they'd you know they'd be on set and the director would say hey we need two more nude scenes and they kind of have to do them that's the one of the good things that's come out of all of this is the fact that listen it's not that there's less nudity in fact there's more nudity it's just that actresses now are more empowered it's a choice that they make so if they do a nude scene they feel good about it versus feel like, oh, man, I wasn't supposed to do that. Should I have done it? You know, and it's it's a great thing that's happened. And it's you'll see this as you get towards the end of the documentary. Um, it's a great thing that's happened. And because who you don't want actresses doing these scenes, n- not wanting to do them mm-hmm. or feeling that they're forced to do them. And it's quite the opposite today. Well, one of the great things about the Me Too era is that you uh I think it makes all of us so much more aware, even as you're talking about it, of how that would feel 
when you're going back to those years of making those movies, when you're an actress and you go into the set, you go onto the set and you know you're going to do a certain scene, and then you get a director who knows, because he's he's been around the block and he knows mm -hmm. how he can push the envelope, and feeling the pressure to to do that because you're working with this director had to be horrible. I mean, I and, and I know it yeah. sounds in, initially when you hear intimacy coordinator, but how wonderful a step that is for women that are in these movies now you know because i think don't wouldn't you agree a lawyer can do so much in a contract but then when they're on set yeah. and they're shooting that's when the director has his entree into you know sneaking out a little bit more out of these sure. uh, actresses 100 and it happens it has been happening all the time and and because of uh, these intimacy coordinators and just a, an, a different attitude today. It's it's happening less and less, which is a good thing. Uh, you know, it's funny. We interviewed Martha Coolidge, who did the it was a director for Last American uh, or, or who was uh, the director for Valley Girl. And mm -hmm. uh, she was saying that she had, I think, two nude scenes set for her script. And then the producers were like, listen, we need two more nude scenes because uh, we got to sell this thing, you know, uh, in Europe. This is in the 1980s. And it was just it was almost like a formula. You need the. That's why so many of those teen sex comedies from 1980 to 1985 had so many nude scenes is right. they needed to make money on those movies. And nudity got people into the theaters pre-internet right that's right. how it was so yeah. i wonder sometimes if phoebe cates goes back and reflects on her career where uh the pool scene the pool scene the pool scene i mean every yeah. time you hear anything about nudity in the the movies you have that but the movie that jumps out at me uh and i think it's uh, you will you'll know I, by the way, uh, Jim has the, the encyclopedic knowledge. It's all in the inner government. There are no books in front of him. He's got it all up here, ladies and gentlemen. Cal Caligula was a oh my god, yeah, a, 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 an island unto itself. I remember it showed at a theater in D.C. called the Biograph down in yeah. Georgetown for years. I'm talking years. The, is, do you spend time? I know you interview Malcolm McDowell. Do you spend oh, a lot of time on Caligula, which uh, to this yeah. day is an amazing movie to look at? It really People, is. It's a, yeah, we do a big thing on Caligula in this because think of this about Caligula. And by the way, Malcolm McDowell, of all the talking heads we had, he was to me the best because he's just such an interesting guy. I mean, he was in Clockwork Orange. He was in Caligula. Yeah, but right. for the younger people out there that might not know this movie, imagine a movie with John Gilgood, Peter <laughs> O'Toole, Helen Mirren, Malcolm right. McDowell that was a porn movie with real porn uh, activities going right. on. It blows your mind. It blows your it mind. It is absolutely yeah. uh, incredible. Uh, I see. Uh, so is this as far as when you set out to do this? Uh, was the thought in there? I've always been known as this Mr. Skin guy, and I'm gonna. Bet this is going to. You know, did you think in terms of that? Because it is a legitimate documentary film. Yeah. You could show this in a film school. What was your? Was that your goal when you set out to make kind of a, an academic exercise? Yeah. Well, I listen when I'm at. It's different when I'm doing my website, which I've been doing for 21 years now. Um, there's wow. a different attitude. It's it's we're trying to be funny we're, you, you know it's just like um and it's a different audience um when i did this we were trying to make a mainstream documentary on something that i'm very passionate about i knew i couldn't go in and do like 
oh, and here are the best side bush shots in the history of movies. You know, you just, you know, I mean, I'm not stupid, you know, so you can see the best side bush shots at MrSkin.com, but this is, this is. Always promoting, ladies and gentlemen. There you go. Yeah, it's just like, um, listen, if if you're going to do a documentary that you want men, women, film schools, critics, the whole thing, you got to do it the right way. But I don't want people to think this is boring. I mean, it has over a hundred nude scenes in it. Oh, and, it's um, not. I mean, it's not boring. It's, it's a hate, fascinating it is, thing. Yeah. It, it is Even an academic exercise. It's still good. <laughs> it's not. He keeps it is saying it. <laughs> I'm watching Hedy Lamar chase the horse through the woods. I'm, I'm sorry. But Rob, I know it, it, what's interesting about this show that we do now uh, with the, the old man here. Then we got Rob Spiewak, a little younger than me. We got Oscar Santana, a little younger than me. I'm curious on you guys, on, on Rob and Oscar, your perspective and what you would because I mean I'm I've been dealing with uh, with Jim for a very very long time yes, but I, well, I'm with, curious I, what you guys I think discovered about this. the website through the Don and Mike show where I was like oh now I got to subscribe welcome, to this Jim. guy yes exactly uh, and it was it was a go to I was for, like if you wanted to find some information information right. for research for your radio show during your radio show you would go to MrSkin.com oh, right it away it remains and pull up. a valuable it was resource IMDb. For Guy Talk Radio, yes. Before IMDb was IMDb. I mean, you oh, would just absolutely. go there first, yeah. and then you mm-hmm. think about looking at the other films. And then, mm-hmm. as the genre evolved, um, and this is something I, you know, I maybe you touch on your documentary, or, or maybe you can speak about now, is there is a place for your website within this ecosphere of, um, you know. Get everything you want on demand, yeah, Jim. But what does it look like now in twenty twenty compared to, let's say, even ten years ago? Well, I'll tell you what, there's never been more television shows and movies that have nudity. So as much as you guys love your nude scenes and love your television and love your movies, you can't watch all that stuff. It's impossible. Oh, no, no, no. Um, yeah. And I have a team, 10 people whose full time job that work for me is to go through every movie and television show and chronicle and review and rate Dream jobs. All the nudity. So Dream jobs. if you're a fan of this or you're if this is something you're interested in, what my website does there's never been more of a need because there's so there's so much stuff now if you want to keep up on all this stuff that's what the website's for and i get it it's not for everyone but do you still have the me, nickname get, do you still have the nickname for your uh, employees what do you call them uh employees skin employees yeah skin turns whatever yeah of course and it's and it's actually a really fun place to work uh, you know, when I started this, it was me and one tech guy. And today I have over 40 uh, skin employees. And wow. I, I never thought when I started, I truly had no idea I'd still be doing this 21 years later. Um, but we, as you can see, when you go to our website, you know, we do it right. It's, it's, it's done well. It's technically savvy. It's well-written. Um, we don't, we're not there. We don't, um, uh, fat shame actresses are snarky. We're like happy if whoever it is, if they do a nude scene, we're celebrating it. And it's, yeah. Well, I have a website, uh, MrMan.com, which we started in 2014, which is the the male version of mm-hmm. Mr. Skin. But Mr. Skin is female nudity, but MrMan.com is male nudity. I'll but, be passing yeah. that along to my wife. Uh, Rob, I know you wanted to ask Jim yeah. uh, something before yeah. we let him go. Yeah, yeah Jim, he- I know you always keep current and you say now there's more nudity than ever, but would you say, especially now that you've looked back and looked at the entire history of cinema, was there a golden era of nudity on film? Uh, And if so, what kicked it off? Yeah, I would say to me personally, 
the uh, teen sex comedies from 1980 to 1985 when you had yeah. like Fast Times, Porky's, Last American Virgin, My Tutor. It, it, for a guy my age who got cable television right yes. when that all hit and all those shows, um, to me, that's the golden age. Because then like John Hughes came with all his movies, Breakfast Club and all that. and More teens, wholesome. Teens, yeah, they were much more wholesome, and it was okay from 1980 to 85 to do great movies that were funny and well-written, but also had great nudity. Um, that changed, and, and all the way until um, American Pie with Shannon Elizabeth, who we interviewed for this documentary, yes. and, and yep, talked about in that, because that was like, that was the... That was where it kind of came back a little for a couple of years. And, uh, but that 1980 to 1985, you guys probably know most of the movies I'm talking about or mm -hmm. saw them on cable TV through the years. Those are movies that guys that grew up in my era just absolutely love and always will. Well, it's uh, it's really ter cool. terrific, and yeah. I think uh, I think a lot of people are going to enjoy this skin, a history of nudity in the movies. You can get it uh, everywhere: uh, Amazon, iTunes, Vudu, Fandango. Uh, it's a it's really a uh, wonderful effort. We're yeah, really nice work. Uh, you Thank know, you've you. done Thank some you. nice work with this, and it and, you know by the time you finish this documentary, you will know everything about nudity in the movies and the way it happened and uh and continue running that uh empire you know and uh if you can yeah, uh thank you know you. if you yeah if you can think about uh you know uh low-level podcasters and reactivate a code or something for mr <laughs> no, Pratt, that would be a, that would be appreciated no, no, it's, it's a big honor because we yeah. man i was going on your show weekly and then janet jackson came and then all of a sudden i had to leave uh -huh. your show <laughs> it was all over after that in mm. more ways than you know mm. lots of lawyers oh, meetings jim mcbride thank you very much and uh Good luck Thanks, with the documentary. Thank you. Fantastic. Let's start the Mike O'Mara Show, everybody. It's the Mike O'Mara Show. You can listen to the Mike O'Mara Show at www.mikeomarashow.com. Stay tuned for an outstanding entertainment program. It's the <laughs> Mike O'Mara Show. Let's get down to business. From the entertainment capital of the world. You know, when you have kids, I think you're going to find that all kids are different, eh? Yeah. 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 For example, Minnie Me loves chocolate. Scotty Do. What? I like chocolate fine. I just. Scotty Do. Yeah, well, you. Yeah, yeah, this is very familiar. Hang on, let me do what I do. Uh, would you stop? How about it, Owen? How about a what? How about it, Owen? What do you. How about it, Owen? I don't even. How about it, Owen? Honestly, isn't this. How about you do, ladies and gentlemen, Scotty Do? <coughs> Dr. Evil. Yo. What does Gold Member's plan have to do with us? Our early attempts at a tractor beam went through several preparations. Preparations A through G were a complete failure. But now, ladies and gentlemen, we finally have a working tractor beam, which we shall call Preparation H. <laughs> what? Why don't you just call it Operation Ass Cream, you ass? I I'm sorry, did you want some ice cream? Yes, I'd love some chocolate ass cream. Perhaps later. <laughs> Dr. Evil, I love your plan. Yeah, eh? Yeah, Herr Doctor, it's a really good plan. Yes, Frau, on the whole, I think Preparation H feels good. <laughs> what is it now? No, nothing. You know what? I agree. Preparation H does feel good, on the whole. <laughs> well, I'm glad we're Spreckensy the same lingity. <laughs> yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Using my time machine, I shall travel back to 1975, pick up Goldmember, and bring him back to the future. And the best part of this plan is, no one can stop me. Not even 
Austin Powers. <laughs> Not so fast. You're surrounded, Dr. Evil. It's the Mike O'Mara Show. Mike O'Mara, Rob Spiewak, Oscar Santana. And now, from his easy chair, here's Mike. Welcome to the Mike O'Mara Show, everybody. We are heard all over the joint from Altra, Virginia, to Sao Paulo, Brazil, Columbia, South Carolina, Tunis Mills, Maryland, Stockdale Country Club Estates. Welcome to Stockdale Country Club Estates, <laughs> Bakersfield, California, uh, Bondi Beach uh, in Sydney, Australia. The Mike O'Mara Show is on now and brought to you by our fruitcakes. Ah. Everything just seems so depressing right now. Sad. The liquor store guy has to scan your Tito's through plexiglass. <laughs> Hand sanitizer reminds you of paper cuts that you didn't even know you had. And for the first time, you have to wear a mask before you go into the Halloween store. Am I right, ladies? Oh, no. No respect. Don't you crave a bit of normalcy? Something that'll bring you back to uh, how it was before all this? Well, I've got good news for you. And the news tastes delicious! TMOS Fruitcake Futures will take you back to the good old days. Jump aboard the Black Walnut Bullet Train and let your taste buds transport you to happier times. One bite, and these fruitcakes will remind you of a time when everything was right with the world. Mm. TMOS Fruitcake Futures. Buy now. Save or late or you'll be praising every raisin. They taste even better. What's Might that? Want to keep that one in there. You'll be praising every raisin. Uh, they taste even better than you remember them. Uh, go to our website and buy as many as you like. Time is limited. You'll get them in time for the holidays. Uh, com. That's where you go. Nice little banner there. Yes, click uh, it. And it's fantastic. Every purchase supports TMOS. Gary Krimble. All right. Welcome to F Up Central, ladies and gentlemen. Going on uh, at the are we beginning. are we recording? Are we recording the show now? Let me just make sure we are. I just want to make sure. Yeah. Is the show recording right now? It should, are we say, that be able your, to... it should say that on your screen as well. Oh, good. Yes. Very good. I'm yes. very, very I see excited. That. Yes. yes. All right. Uh, yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, it's uh that is a voice from the past when I talk about Jim McBride because he is so uh, he was such a part of Hot a, Talk a Radio. He was a weekly guest. We had him every Friday. He was a weekly guest. I, dis- I literally <laughs> discovered him on your show. It was so different. The only thing you got from him that was a throwback to the old days was well, a little side bush. Yeah. Where he, uh, where he talked about that. Uh, but this movie... Uh, I I didn't want to tell him this because then we'd get yucking that. I wanted him to get all of his important points right. out. It was, for me... Uh, a truly academic exercise. I'm fascinated by the way censorship works. I'm fascinated with how some of these guys were on the payroll and they came up with these uh, these boards to keep everybody happy, but then the movie producers did whatever they wanted. And then I also realized myself that even with an academic appreciation of this nudity uh, skin, a history of nudity in the movies, I still was that 17-year-old kid, that 15-year-old kid, that every single time I was waiting. I was waiting for the 1800s movie. I was interested in the 1920s movie. And I don't know if that's because of American culture 
and the way the woman's body and nudity in general is just such a forbidden fruit and that when we get to a chance to look at that even today with all of the sources of nudity and sex and online Watching that documentary, I yes, I was intellectualizing it, but I was right. also saying <laughs> boobies. Yeah. I was. I couldn't yeah. help myself, you know? Well, and well, it's it, a great it topic. I'm curious, because you watched the first part of it. Did yep. they get into the fact of what a sham the whole Hayes Commission was and that he was yeah. a postmaster, Just at the right? beginning. Yeah, he was... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, out, really, they made, got a guy to be a figurehead that knew nothing about movies. And he was sitting there being very, we are going to make sure that this, when they were going to do whatever they wanted. Uh, anyway, but not, but not whatever they wanted, because this was for, well, they by and large, mass consumption. So you right. couldn't do, and then, it just, I meant it when I it's said this. It's already been done, Joan. I, I, <laughs> it's done. Your stuff's in the car, Joan. You'll do a you'll do a scene in the pool, and uh, and you'll be fine. Uh, but it really, for me, was a throwback to uh, when we were always trying to titillate the audience and it's uh, and i'm embarrassed when i look back on that but it's what everybody did and we would sit there and one of the things we did was i knew early on when we would have nudists of any kind yep uh in the studio strip trivia was an exception because strip trivia everybody did and so occasionally and there was a game attached to it i mean it was actually it had they had a little bit of oomph to it but we were little naughty boys, you know, and we would always say, well, well was, this it, is going to be a then. good one today. It was a different era. It was a different totally era. Totally different yeah, era. And is totally. it any more embarrassing to interview a nudist than it is to have a snare drum in the studio? I mean, it's, it's <laughs> you've gone through different machinations of your career. It's, and it's all, now, you will look back, you're never proud of it. Now I have to be careful when I say this. Okay. But I can only say, but it's for men and women, so it's not sexist. This is uh, nudists by and large. And if I'm inf- offending any uh, card carrying, well, it's hard to carry that card. I want to tell you, uh, <laughs> well, nudists out there. It was always a, a massive, crushing disappointment because yes. as a non-nudist, we believed that it was, you know, we were going to go down there and you were going to see uh, models running around. It, nothing could be further from the truth. It was a, a lifestyle where people just like to roll around uh, without clothes. I'm sure that some of the, <laughs> that some of the really, guys. Because it all looks like Real Sex 28. It is yeah, very droopy, gross, gross, gross people. Yeah. I mean, if I want to see someone else naked outside of my betrothed, uh, you know, I'd like Why to would see you want someone that I, I would like. I, why would I? Absolutely. Exactly. But I want the, the gold standard. That's why these yeah. women are in these films. Right. I like how he said the heyday almost came back with American Pie. Yeah. Because I remember American Pie and it was even for my age, because it was, it was really my generation for that yeah. time where you're like, oh, my God, this is this guy's actually doing that to that pie. Yeah. And it just became like synonymous with these, um, I would say, going away to college movies, right? Yeah. That were were rated R. Rated R uh, comedies that had this. But what you remember, of course, is the pie scene. And in my era of 1981, when I was a baby DJ and I'm watching Fast Times at Ridgemont High with Larry Wax, who went on to do a morning show in Atlanta, and we're sitting down there at the Glen Burnie, whatever the cinema was down there, and we're watching this and Phoebe Cates comes out of the pool. It's, uh, you know, and I would imagine Phoebe Cates rolls her eyes uh, when, when, you know, to this day and and just sees that and says, She would so much rather discuss Drop Dead Fred. Uh, it's just, it's 
<laughs> but it is it's what you remember. Forty and employees then, means he's still like booming in business. And I remember, uh, you know, I worried that maybe Judge Reinhold after that, you know, was trying to get cast in films and that career never really took off. Uh, you know, well, no, couple- Judge, Judge Reinhold. So think about it. He actually had a career, Mike. He was in Vice Versa with Fred Savage. He was also in um, Beverly Hills Cop. Right. So he like, was he, in Beverly Hills. That, that's like, what I remember. I remember films, Beverly right? Hills Cop after that. But yeah. I'm just talking about, you know, when you consider... Oh, I'm trying to think for of For guys, the it would other... have been different. It's, it was unfortunately right. different for guys. You're like, ah, oh, you're the pirate in the bathroom. You pervert. Right. Well, the biggest star <laughs> to come out of the movie had nothing to do with nudity, and that was Sean Penn. Oh, my God. Sean yeah. Penn came out of Fast Times and became, uh, you know, an iconic uh, don't, actor. Don't you and, feel like Sean Penn? Uh, Jennifer Jason Lee was the second biggest star yep. to mm-hmm. come out of Fast Times, right? Jennifer Jason Lee, still a working actress. And made oh, yeah. has made you know misery mm-hmm. great movies. Backdraft. I mean, really uh, backdraft. Yeah. I mean, she has been in. But it's just it, when you look back on it and you you watch this, it really is. I, I don't know if it's the American way. We have always in this country been a little obsessed with sex and bodies yeah. mm-hmm. and nudities, and uh, you know we've always been told that that they're more relaxed about things like that in uh, in Europe in and Latin maybe America I'm, as well. Yeah, maybe I think it's a, in in Latin America they're more oh, relaxed and, about some it. of the best trips to Bolivia. Um, oh, they dear. were when my parents would leave, and my right. brother and I, and we'd just be watching TV. My brother and I, my sister was like living her life, so my brother was like, "Let's see what's on TV." Yeah, and we'd, mm-hmm. we'd be like, "Oh, this lady is picking um, picking up." Uh, doing her laundry, it looks like in the soap opera with, and she seems to be T O P L E S S, topless. Uh, must be hot in that part of Bolivia uh, oh that they're filming. Well, no, all, it's like that guy who was at the drive-through yesterday. All of her clothes were dirty, so she didn't have a shirt to wear. <laughs> well, it's uh, that is a blast from the past to see him. Nice guy, nice guy. Though it looks the same. He's been doing it for a million years. Uh, we're gonna take a break on the Mike O'Mara show. When we come back, uh, you know what? I got to give you the review of day two. If I gave you all the good stuff from day one of virtual learning, I'll, uh, I have to give you the same uh, review of the not quite the great day of uh, oh. virtual learning. Yeah. yeah it took him Sorry. one day. Who had one day that he get bored? Uh, we'll come back with more fun and more thrills on the Mike O'Mara Show, everybody. Good morning, suckers. It's me, your commander in cheese. Oh, he's back. I mean, chief. Words have power. Big, beautiful power. Here are a few of my favorites. Banana, nipple, investigation, Ducey, tomahawk missile, slide, trolls, earwax, milk dud, leaky, plague, fall well, gluten, moat, splurge, <laughs> naughty, Frito pie, and magna cum laude. Heed my warning. If you don't like these words, I promise you four more years of other bad, frightening words. Your vocabulary will be chaos. Use words. Use good words. Use best words. Just like my frightened wife. Thank you. And God bless the United States of me. She's horrified. Welcome back to the Michael Mara <laughs> Show, everybody. United States of me. Uh, with summertime officially coming to an end, we've all got fall on the brain. What were your yes. favorite autumn childhood memories? Football, back to school, jack-o'-lanterns, oh. or jack-o'-lanterns. <laughs> uh, are these moments still trapped on outdated videotapes? 
Film reels or slides. Ugh, slides. Hate slides! Being able to preserve and relive those memories is exactly what Legacy Box was created to do. Legacy Box is a super simple mail-in service to have all your videotapes, film reels, and pictures digitally preserved on a thumb drive, DVD, or the cloud. It's so easy, you pack and send. Legacy Box converts everything by hand, and then you enjoy for generations to come. Legacy Box is the world's largest digitizer of home movies and photos and has helped over 850,000 families preserve their past, including the O'Mara's, Spiwax, and Santana's. Get started preserving your past today with the Legacy Box Labor Day Sale. Go to LegacyBox.com TMOS to get 50% off your first order. Order today and just send it in when you're ready. This exclusive offer won't last long. Go to LegacyBox.com slash TMOS and save 50% while supplies last. All right, I'll be honest with you. It is yeah. a, it is Wednesday. It feels like I'm in the middle of the second week. It is a, a it's a different world this with virtual learning. This surprises me. He had such a great, for a legendary first day. He, on his first day, went into the room, his bedroom. We have moved him over to the guest room okay. and set up a nice desk for him. He's got a really cool workstation, super cheap, you know, got like a card table, put yeah, it uh, down there kid. with his little Chromebook. And he was in his room the first day. Uh, when he would break, he'd come out for uh, like the uh, free time yeah. and lunch. Like a, and like a parent was working from home in their office. It's It was yeah. almost like, look, we have to be on campus, yeah. obviously. Right. But he he did great. Yesterday, uh, the big debacle, I might have mentioned it on the show, was when he was having trouble with the launch pad. Launch and pad, they were yeah. Trying, they we were trying to it. do yeah. their, and I, I don't know a Chromebook at all and right. i didn't know what to to do with that and i'm not sure uh that i was alone because there were a lot <laughs> there were a lot of parents leaning yeah. in on the zoom call uh just trying to figure this out so so we had that in the morning but that was a technical issue yeah at the end uh maybe four times he pokes his beautiful little head out of the door and says when's it over When's it over oh, so God damn who had 24 I, hours i've got of, an answer uh, mike like, yes when you pay for the mortgage, <laughs> yeah, that doesn't resonate. No, with you seven yeah, that, oh, that you tend to my use dad, that my dad used to do that. My dad used to do that. He used to, he used to <laughs> literally say, "Because you pay for the mortgage." You don't have to do this. And I, was like, oh. I believe uh, we are fortunate with the teacher uh, that she has been in the game a longer time. She is not a young teacher. She is a teacher of twenty. I believe it's twenty-seven years. And Mrs. Gulch, I think. I think. <laughs> da -da 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 -da. <laughs> I think she has the ability to engage. She's probably these happy. Everything's uh, yeah. you know virtual. Well, I think so. I think she's there are, the but she's working from school. I believe Oscar, she's working she's not from school. Die. She's not yeah. going to die. Not, well, who knows? You know, I mean, it's, it's a new, it's a new rule yeah. every single day. But he's there, and he seems to be doing well with it. And uh, it's, how many, uh, uh, it's how difficult. many kids in his class? So, like, how many Zoom windows are open? On his computer, is it like a ridiculous I, amount? It is a large number. I'm not sure. I can't give you the exact number because I don't know. But it is a larger uh, number that's going. Who's on, on right call now. during the day? Because I because when I when I saw my little nephew doing his tutoring sessions, yeah, my uh, sister in law came to both Shannon and I and said, "Look, it's just for two hours. Please, if you can, don't walk through the kitchen because he as soon as he gets distracted, he's three. He'll, right. he'll he'll lose he'll be like oh what are you doing because he wants right. to get out of this lesson right and and I was like oh, that's why we put him in a room with yeah, the door so, shut which is great you right know? yeah that's that's um, the but way who is I, it's hard someone Who's the has to, to someone has to be the, the heavy 
Get yeah. back in there and learn. I, uh, we, we, well, as far as monitoring, you know, somebody's got to be here, just here. The warden. You don't have to do anything. But uh, I'm watching. Uh, my mistake was uh, I, after the show yesterday, <laughs> Carla, did she go out? Well, she was either working in the house or had to run out and do something. All I know is I was on campus. Right. And I uh, I decided to grab myself a little uh, L-U-N-C-H, a little lunch for the, uh, for the effort. And I put on the Turner Classic movies while oh. i'm eating my lunch and and there's a little rascals uh film that's on when i'm Which sitting short? down there what was the plot of the a, short uh, it was uh i didn't get into it it was but it, but it, there was spanky and alfalfa and so he comes great. out and he says dan how much longer before and then and i said you have to get back in there go back in there right now and he starts to walk back and then he's got little rascals mm. and he freezes sure and he turns to me with a big grin on his face you know erase that knowledge erase that <laughs> there's virtual learning right now erase that knowledge you know, daddy watching 1930s are you child, watching uh, little movies. rascals yeah. dad uh, yeah, i love I that you put him in his own room because julia um she has taken over for her learning center carrie has a desk in our uh in our kitchen that's like an extension of the, the, the built-in. Yeah, the built-in. Yeah. It's the only one on the block. It was the only mm-hmm. one who had it. But I said to Julia, "You're doing good." And she said, "Yeah, I'm in class. I'm in class." I said, "Okay, I'll be quiet." And I just watch her just really quickly mute, zip over to the fridge, grab another something, and go back. She loves being in the kitchen for snacking during class. That's her her greatest convenience. Is she's actually well, the apple feet. doesn't fall far from the. Tree, I know that's it? right. Set up too. I got a fridge down here. <laughs> that's good. Uh, yeah, but you can't you, you can't do what we do for a living and snack. You can't work and snack. No, 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 Oscar does. Oscar does. I mean, Oscar can pull oh, it ra- off. Rarely, though. Rarely. But you, you do. Mike, uh, I've well, got, I mean, I've got a bagel staring at me right now that I haven't touched because I don't want to be disrespectful to the broadcast. Well, you know what? Uh, I'd rather have you eat the bagel and show up 15 minutes early. I That's agree. What I'd rather. Have. I agree. Uh, the, you used uh, to power yeah. eat a bagel during the show open. I remember. Didn't he power eat a bagel I, back I, in I the old when days? I wasn't in charge of all of this because I was in the corner. Don't put baby in the corner, and I right. could get away with it. But now I can't. There's too much going on. And well, I don't think you should wrap a bagel in foil. I don't think that's the proper wrap. Well, he didn't wrap bagel. it, right? Did no. you wrap that in foil? Did you buy it? Oh, no, no. My wife made it in the morning and my, brings my it to wife. me and delivers it to me with a coffee and a water. Does it have nice. cream cheese on it? Yes, it does. Mm. Yeah. Is it a regular See, bagel? I'm it was, I, I it's a regular a bagel. Today, so. uh, it's actually just a quick sidebar. Um, Amazon Fresh, Mike. We've talked about this in the past. Sure, your grocery yes. store home. Um, yes. Uh, pro tip for those who live in the DC area: we still have a rat problem, and there are <laughs> less people that live here in the city. And Shannon walked up to our Amazon Fresh delivery yesterday, and she said. I'm getting Santos out of the car, and then I see a rat on our stoop circling oh, our Amazon Fresh. Oh, stoop. no! Yes. Do you like still Europe have, like, in the 1600s. Well, do you, I mean, you had the massive rat problem. You probably have to revisit so, that again, right? So the, the splinter, oh, um, ooh, splinter, uh, the master rat, um, decided to, so she said, I walked up, like, and Santos was barking to try to scare away the Freaks rat because he saw the rat. Out. Yeah, I'd hate it. And she said when she opened up the bag... One of the rat, oh, Splinter, the rat from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, um, had gotten into one of the bagel uh, packs and eaten two of the bagels. So all day he was just chilling, running into the bag, out of the bag. But he didn't get to, I said, well, what about- Did she just leave the bag on the stoop or something? No. So when Amazon Fresh delivers to you, they just leave it all in the stoop, all the groceries. They just knock the door. 
and it's leave really it there. difficult to do, or they got to work on their packaging or something. <laughs> so like that's yeah. what she said. She goes, "These rap bastards. Jeff Bezos, the most rich, uh, the richest man in the world. They right. used to have thick bags, thick bags. Then they got popular. They went to thin bags, thin bags." And I said, <laughs> "Did you write the company?" And she goes, "What? And get the three fifty back?" I said, "You better get the three fifty back, Oscar. We, it's not going to make any. Dif- it's not going to make any difference. I mailed a fruitcake uh, a couple years ago to a friend in Alexandria, mm-hmm. also in an older neighborhood, thin." spite like houses yes. like yours uh they left the package it was in a box the fruitcake was in a box wrapped in saran wrap within the box mm-hmm. with packaging around it our packaging is i mean our packaging is fabulous for the, the fruit it, it the fruitcakes have a, corrugated a cork <laughs> yes. yes. and he got and the fruitcake was on, gone wait a the fruitcake comes in a foil tin yeah, well, like, he a, ate, like a, you've got you've got triple print. The rat got through that. Yeah, he did not eat the foil, but he did penetrate the foil and ate the entire Mike, fruitcake. We're going to tin. They can't get through tin. They <laughs> can't get through tin. A lead box. So <laughs> think about. It. Hold on a second. Yes, I really we have to spotlight this. Okay, <laughs> I look a plastic bag with a rat is to me just the initiative of that creeps mm-hmm. me out. Sure. When you talk about our fruitcake, which I have opened up. <laughs> You were talking about you know the, the thickness of our cardboard yeah. on the outside. You would stop a bullet. You're telling me a rat can not only smell the the, the fact that there is food in there, but then yes. burrow right through. And he also stole this guy's I identity. I urge everybody to go to MikeOmeraShow.com <laughs> and order your fruitcake today. Please. Fruitcake futures on sale right now. That's how well. No, really, our pa- I'm proud. We only of had the way two. We, we only had them. one complaint about when well, it wasn't even a complaint. It was the guy was laughing, and we're like, hey, we're going to send you another one just just because you. You said something about this. We're going to take care of you. But so for, the for bagel Amazon, you're eating today, was that next to one of the rat to- toasted tasted bagels? Yeah, the bubonic plate bagels. <laughs> yeah, bub- it's an everything bubonic I bagel. I didn't put everything <laughs> together until you, we just started talking about the bagel. I'm assuming that she threw that bag away as I asked her to. And she went, right. is not so cheap that she kept the ones that looked untouched. Oh, and my God. This. Oh my God! <laughs> so enjoy your Jim Elliott bagel for you well, city dwellers. Top of the trash. That's there, nasty. there are less people. There, are, the rats are a lot more bold these days. Yes, oh, that is so terrifying. That is horrible. Mm. Uh, we got to take a break when we come back. Uh, all right, we got, we got a palate cleanser. We're gonna go from food to medicine. Um, I'm gonna regret talking about this, but I want to. Um, oh no! Oh God! <laughs> That's a good setup. I'm going to really decide whether I want to talk about it or not. All right. It's on my mind. And then I'm going to get people emailing me. We'll take a break. Uh, we will come back with more on the Mike O'Mara show, everybody. Fathers, podcasters, get set for real gonad crushing action this Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Big Capital Center. It's the TMOS Hot Rod Thrill Tagular. New for 2020. Rookie champion Michael William O'Mara behind the wheel of the V8 Supercharged Ball Crusher McGee truck. Ball Crusher McGee. He's the killer to your dong pillow. Putting a slap tag on your jam bag. It's a slobber knocker in your sleep number. Sack stomping, testicle tearing, gonad annihilating action. Bonus. Get more ball breaking action every week with the TMOS bonus show subscription. <laughs> Subscribe today and don't be cruel to the family jewel. Quit sucking. Ball crusher McGee. <laughs> By the way, the uh, uh, the bonus show this week is uh, the virtual cocktail party. We're yes. going to start two shows for you at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Be aware of that, so it's going to be another fabulous Friday night. <laughs> and uh, back down here in Florida, it feels like everything feels right with the world. Like, we're going to be back where we all need to be. It's going to be Have rowdy. you chosen your poison yet? Uh... 
I bought a lot of wine yesterday. Ooh. I bought a lot of wine, so I'm not sure. Uh, welcome back to the Mike O'Mara Show, brought to you by Ring. There are a thousand reasons why protecting your home is important. For me, it's my family and my overall peace of mind. I don't want to be worried about solicitors, trespassers, burglars, and uh, the worst loiterers. I hate uh, them. Ring has security products for every corner of your home. It's such a superior product. Um, you know, I really think that there are a lot of people out there that do this. I don't even know if Ring wants me to say this because a lot of these clients are really into emphasizing the positive of their product, but I have to compare because I, I have used other products in the yes. past and I don't think anything compares to the technology of Ring. I think they're faster. I think they're sharper. I think their cameras are better. Uh, yeah. If someone's stops by and you have the ring doorbell you see what's going on protect your whole home because they've got a ring alarm system an affordable whole home security system you can easily install yourself you keep an eye on everything i really really love being associated with this company and i'm proud of the fact that we're letting you know about ring products get a special offer on the ring welcome kit when you go to ring.com slash tmos the welcome kit has the ring video doorbell three and chime pro it's the perfect way to start your ring experience plus free two Day shipping, go to ring.com slash TMOS. That's ring.com slash TMOS. Um, let Did me you make say a before, decision? <laughs> oh, boy. Um, the, the, uh, when, before I say this, I don't want anybody sending me doom and gloom. You know, you're dying and stuff like that. All when, right. uh, but but it, it's no secret that when people age, uh, that the plumbing gets uh, slows down a little bit. Uh, that that things, I guess, uh, I'll use a Bill O'Reilly voice, narrow, and, uh, you know, and so uh, let's just say this. My streaming video could be a little faster. That's okay. the way oh, I would describe okay. so it. You, you, so you used to have fiber, no pun intended. I used to when have fiber streaming. optics, yes. and now I don't. And yes, streaming. Thank you very much. Uh, and my streaming, and and uh, and by the way, it's not just uh, oh god, it's everything. It's everything down there. Okay, you know, could be yeah. could be a little more free flowing. So a commercial comes oh, on. Flomax. Uh, yeah. a, a, a a commercial comes on, uh, and uh, the commercial is a. Uh, I think it's called Eurolift. And it's not European. It's like Europe. Must, uh, must be a Florida buy. I don't see that up here in DC. Well, it might be. It might very well. First of all, I listen to uh, you know CNN in the car with the uh, with the satellite people, and sure. I think they target me uh, on those ads. So maybe, but uh, you know, you don't think a, a lot of young people are listening to CNN in the car? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> well, I'm a news That's junkie. So you know that. Well, I, I mean, but I, it's the same junkie. when I watch my black and white TV from the 1950s. Yeah. It's all about. Do you want a cell phone with big buttons and not have someone steal your identity? Same commercials on 60s on six. Now I don't. I have to say this: that first of all, I don't think this this is necessarily all for me. All right, I don't think it's for that this 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 thing they were selling. But when they say no surgery, you know, and it's right. something that could work, uh, you know, I get a lot of the old fart. Uh, commercials down here. Well, I, I, I think right the, the majority of Florida does. If you if you're an ad buyer yeah. smart enough, they're gonna be like, "All right, what's the demo we're going after? This is what we're gonna do." Yeah, right, right. Uh, it's a combo yeah. buy of Euroflow and Jitterbug. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been. By the way, I haven't been to the doctor since my physical prior to the COVID. So I okay. haven't been there. And, and yeah. in fairness, you go to the doctor more than most. So I would say, out of all of us, you're probably the most up to date. 
Yeah. Yeah. I probably should have uh, done more my research on this prior to coming on the show to talk about because now everybody's going to talk about it. You know, Mike, before you do that, my friend did it, and uh, he's now got a hole in his thigh. I don't want any of that crap. Is it a procedure? So, or is it it's a medication? A Ooh. Right. Non-invasive. I'm, I'm reading who is a good candidate. Non-invasive. Maybe a good candidate if you're a male, 45 years older, have symptoms relating. Speak with your urologist. I don't have a urologist. So I guess I have to get one. I don't have that. Oh, they're so, not pleasant, uh, Mike. I've been. You've been to one? Yeah, it's always great because uh, if you get one with personality and he's just, you know, <laughs> juggling your balls and talking to you about life, yeah. it's it's uh, <laughs> it's really awkward because you're like, all right, man, I don't know. You're probably used to this, but not me. Yeah, this is not the 10th time yeah, I've done yeah, this This today. is freaking me out. How's the letter? If you have a son? known allergy to nickel, titanium, or stainless steel, talk oh, to your doctor no. about your allergy before gay. What do they put? Are they putting a pipe down is this there? sexual or more uh, kind of? I don't know. Actually, don't Mike, know. they're going to give you 30 cents in nickels. Lots of questions, which <laughs> I will an, not be reading. An administrative the, uh, procedure? Yes. Uh, is the treatment <laughs> permanent or can it be removed? They're putting a pole down my thingy. Uh-uh. Yeah. Um, not going to do I'm that. I'm reminded, you know? Mike, do you remember many years ago, and I think we talked about it on the show, Lyle Wagoner did an infomercial for Impotence, and it was pretty graphic. <laughs> and it also, I believe, it might have involved some sort of inflation device. And I, I not, don't think... Oh, I'm not doing Swedish, this. Uh, hey, by, no. by the way, uh, I know what the delivery device is now. Uh, what is not going to happen. They're putting something in there. Oh, I don't need that. That's not happening to me. It's not that bad. I mean, bad. you have two new hips. I, yeah. What stops you? I don't want more titanium in my body. It's not like you have to explain sake. it at the TSA. Be like, ah, I got oh, this thing. Two hips. for the love of God, aging yeah. stinks. I what, know there are guys the out problem, there. What's the problem, though? Is it for the behind or up front? Uh, well, it's not for the behind. It's oh. not that. But, uh, no. you know, the, it's, uh, it's the front. It's the, the There's front a lack of the... urgency in the delivery. Okay. That's and, what I was trying to figure uh, out. On, on both deliveries. Yeah. There yeah, but, but, the oh, okay. but the front door you're saying. Do you understand what I'm saying? Has yeah, I do. I it's do. your favorite subject to talk about when we talk. I wasn't going to touch it. Be part okay, of the very good. I just know what Both Mike's. Deliveries. I know that Mike's key complaint when we go to a hotel is when the shower Gross. has bad pressure. <laughs> I could barely there, rinse that's off. That's the end of that. That's all. I got through it. <laughs> that's all. I got through it. Uh, <laughs> but no, not this. This ain't happening. I thought it was something where they did. They wrote a router. You should probably like talk that. to oh, Carl about it. Oh, that would even be worse. Yeah. Uh, Carl gets grossed spinning. out when I talk to her about it. So uh, uh, that's uh, she just that's wants it. it to work, Mike. That's it. That's it. That's it. Well, it does work. Whoa! You know, Whoa. it yeah, works. Sorry. It just doesn't work the way I want it to work. That's all. I mean, I'm not the first 61 year old that's felt that way. And by sure. the way, I still consider myself a very, uh, you know, uh, virile. What was that line from Cocoon? <laughs> Cat couldn't scratch it. Blue steel. Street. You too. You too. You, you got, got a boner too. You got uh, nickel anyway. too. <laughs> you got nickel. You got the titanium insert too. Oh wow, that's right. So anyway, you know what? It's in a town called Pleasanton, California. That creeps me out. We too. have listeners there. I'm I think sure that's we do. Been a, I think that's been a city in the beginning. Pleasanton, California. Pleasanton, sure. Yeah, you know who yeah. lives there? Rod. It's it's a it's, it's a. <laughs> Rod, it's Rod from Pleasanton. <laughs> yeah, uh, it is. <laughs> so nine two five area code. Do you recognize that one? Nine two five at all? You've uh, sent Northern a lot California, of I think. Yeah, I believe that's Northern California. Oh, you know what? I'm going to go to before we get off this. Uh, pardon the pun. Well, uh, I'm going to go to success anything. stories. All right, hold on. <laughs> success. 
Yeah, they have success stories. Who, who, who in the right minds like I'll take the free rod, put my picture on the website. Look for any disc jockeys. Oh, their video stories. success stories. We don't need that. The, the fireman who got the caps on his teeth, right? That guy got it for free. Absolutely. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Because he's like, I'm I don't I, know if I'm a candidate for it though. You know? I don't know. I'm I'm not sure. I like that you've embraced modern medicine that if something's off, it may mean a procedure. That's I right. will tell you this. After getting my bionic uh, hips done down here, uh, my quality of life dramatically improved. Dramatically improved. I mean, I am a walking, talking testament to medical science that, you know, those little fake hips they put in there, it's great. I'm a better golfer than I was before. Happy, happy, happy. You know, now they can just make, uh, you know, that magic pill that you take for all I'll be fine. You know, uh, that's all right. We got it. That's it. I'm done. I'm, I'm done really talking sorry about, that. about your and maybe that would allergy, help too. That would help too. And by the way, I'm down two pounds since I got back from Florida. Excellent. Right. There you go. That's two deck chairs off the largest cruise ship in the world. <laughs> the what? Right? Not in the world. The world. <laughs> yeah, we'll take a break. News you may not need coming up next on the Michael Mara Show. I'm a hot mess. <laughs> Hello. Can you believe it? Only two more days until the next Mike O'Mara Show cocktail party. This Friday at 7 Eastern, 4 Pacific. Time's a fleeting. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, son. Welcome back to the Mike O'Mara Show, brought to you by our friends at Cornerstone. If your mortgage is 3.25% or higher, you need to call my friend Mark Livingstone now at Cornerstone First Financial. You need to do it today. Right now, 90% of homeowners have rates higher than the average going interest rate. Cornerstone First Financial's rates are so low that they've actually become a disruptor in the industry because their rates, service, and programs are unparalleled. Mm. Their low rate guarantee and the fact that they are both a lender and a broker allows them to have the flexibility to approve loans that the big banks can't. Interest rates on the 30-year fixed have fallen into the twos for the first time ever. You don't know how long it's going to last. You need to call Mark right now, Cornerstone First Financial, 202-625-1221. That's 202-625-1221 or online at cornerstonefirst.com. Think of this. At this level, you'll likely never need to refi again. So whether it's a purchase or a refinance, 202-625-1221 or cornerstonefirst.com. They are are good guys. You're going to like them. We like them. Rob likes them. Oscar Love likes them. Because we've all used them. Cornerstone. Cornerstone. I can't believe I did that. Well, I just uh, erased my thing. No, you oh, no. put it in post? Yeah. Do you have it by any chance, Rob? I do. Like? Give me one second. Here we go. News. Sorry, News. That's very handy. That was on the fly. <laughs> I give you enough crap, Rob Spiewak. I'll give you credit. That was fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. See, Much Mike, we don't want to interrupt the flow of the show. <laughs> exactly. We don't want to. Oh, maybe because I didn't do that. There you go. It's there it been is. six years since we lost Robin Williams, and I've been doing a lot of reading about him lately. Uh, it really, really gets me every time oh, I see him on screen. Sad, I was yeah. such a fan, uh, especially the fact uh, that I've read recently that he was facing cognitive and motor control issues without knowing what was causing them. What a slice of hell for a guy that's given so much uh, joy to so many people. After his suicide, doctors discovered uh, that he'd been suffering from something called Lewy body dementia. 
His uh, struggle is the subject of a new documentary called Robin's Wish, which uh, is out now. Love to get somebody on to talk about this. Uh, Robin's widow, Susan Schneider-Williams, likens what he was going through to being chased by invisible monsters. She says, quote, Robin and I knew there was so much more going on. Robin was right when he said to me, I just want to reboot my brain. In that moment, I promised him that we would get to the bottom of this. I just didn't know that it would be after he passed. Night at the Museum director Sean Levy said it was clear to everyone on the set of the third installment that something was off. Quote, Robin was struggling to remember lines and to combine the right words with the performance. Oh, God. That's For a guy tough. that had the fastest mind of anybody in stand-up ever. Uh, how, I can't imagine what it must have been like. Having, uh, uh, his family's having a hard time, well, as of, I guess, yesterday, selling his estate, like the, the home where he actually unfortunately took his life. Really? And, and I, and because he, of the, the taboo attached to the suicide? Yeah, I, that's what it seems, because it's been on the market for almost th- two, two to three years. And, wow. Um, it, but I, then I put myself in that position. If I could, if I had the opportunity, it would feel, even if I was the biggest fan in the world, it'd be, it, it wouldn't feel right to buy it. It'd be macabre a little bit. Right? A yeah. Little yeah. Bit to, to be like that. Yeah. Fan oh, or not boy. a fan, it's still, it is macabre. That's the word right there. Mm. So the director goes on to say, I saw his uh, morale crumbling. I saw a guy who wasn't himself, and he thought that was... Uh, Unforgivable. Oh, man. It's tough. Oh. He was becoming paranoid, delusional. Uh, how horrible, and he didn't know what was causing it. So, uh, anyway, that's uh, that's another documentary. I'd love to get the filmmaker on. We talked to them. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs got their Super Bowl rings yesterday. It's a little brighter news. Okay. Uh, during a socially distant ceremony at Arrowhead Stadium. Uh, by the way, they weren't the only rings that were given out. Quarterback Patrick Mahomes, who is literally at the top of his world right now, yeah. he proposed to his longtime girlfriend, Ooh. Brittany Matthews, and slapped a massive rock on her finger while they were doing that. As impressive as her diamond is, the Super Bowl rings are a little more blinged out than <laughs> that. Uh, here's what they got. They got the Chiefs logo made out of 60 diamonds, plus the team's two Lombardi trophies made of marquee-cut diamonds. Uh, 16 rubies to represent 10 AFC West Division titles and six playoff appearances under Coach Andy Reid. The design is surrounded by 50 diamonds to represent the 50 years in between Super Bowl titles. Man, that sounds like uh, some mm. kind of ring, right? Yeah, Incredible. Andy Reid got a got a cheeseburger made out of emeralds. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Schmiewak, honors game. Oh, Joe Biden is 77, so it wouldn't be surprising to hear that he's marketing his campaign through lawn signs. But what is surprising <laughs> is that we're not talking about real-life lawns. The signs are appearing in players' lawns on the game Animal Crossing New Horizons. Mm. In images online, (laughs) characters that look a lot like Biden and his running mate Kamala Harris appear next to four different signs, a Team Joe sign, a sign featuring Biden's LGBTQ plus pride logo, and a Biden-Harris campaign image, one with red, white, and blue sunglasses. I love that. That's great. There you go. Way to go, Joe. I got to remind Julia about that. She'll buy one of those. She's got all kinds of Animal Crossing dollars built up. (laughs) Isn't she? That's her game, right? Yeah, I haven't seen I've seen her play it since school started, but yeah, we've still got the little dock up on the on the TV upstairs. I'll tell her about that. Make uh, make sure that she goes out and votes, please. Uh, of course. Researchers at the University of Groningen. Researchers at the University of G R O N I N G E N Groningen. 
of Groningen in the yeah. Netherlands found a direct connection yeah. between the amount of money people give away and how long they live. This sounds like a study that would come out of the sweet old Netherlands, doesn't it? It really yeah. does. Yeah. They found that France and Japan have the longest life expectancy and the highest number of average personal money transfers. People in those countries share an average of almost 70% of their lifetime income. And they have mortality rates that are much lower than China or Turkey, where people share 44% or 48% of their lifetime income. And you don't have to give your money to strangers or to charity for this. Helping out your kids or other family members counts. So why is sharing your money linked to, to living longer? Quote, sharing generosity may reflect the strength of social connectedness, which in itself benefits human health and well-being and indirectly raises survival. In other words, by being generous, it gives you stronger social connections and those make you healthier and happier so you live longer. So there mm. it is. Mm. That's I'm surprised it. the CBS Corporation didn't die years ago. That's right. <laughs> a related note, Dan Snyder still watching. <laughs> Uh, on Sunday night, two pilots who were... Fl- I love this story. I okay. can't get enough of it. On Sunday night, two pilots who were flying into Los Angeles International Airport reported seeing a man in a jetpack hey! flying at 3,000 feet. <laughs> this rocks. Is it the guy from Super Bowl One? Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> or what's that movie? Was it Rocket Man? Wasn't that the, uh, yeah. the yes, story yeah, they had? Also, uh, <laughs> but was it, that was the Michael Jackson. That was the Michael Jackson on a jetpack at, right. at the Super Bowl. He had that incorporated into his show as well. Awesome. Hey. You know what I've always wanted to try, but I'm probably too fat to do it. I've right. always wanted to try those little snake things, those oh, dark things that come out of the water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you yeah. done that? Have you ever done I, that? I, I have seen, not Shannon, but a good friend of ours do it, and it is, you got to have extreme core strength because it doesn't matter yeah, how, it what that thing's like supposed that. to do. Because then you, what I like the fail videos that make people go, like it's always like a, da- a guy in a dad bod that shouldn't be doing it. Right. And he's like going up and they go sideways and right into the drink sideways. Like yeah, sideways. Yeah. And then, you know, <laughs> I bet I, I know where you could do my- that, Mike. Baby, let me think you Oh, we didn't get to it. I watched it. <laughs> you did? Action Park. Oh, my God. <laughs> we have to talk about Action Park tomorrow. Please. So oh, great. I completely forgot to talk about Rob's recommendation. It was a, it was a 20. It was 20. Carla was like, look, man, it's not. It, Carla's looking over me. Is it really that funny? I said, yes. Amusement Park idiots are funny until the end when it gets serious. Right. Oh, and it does Mike. get serious. Well, because, you know, the fun had to end sometime. What about it. what made them bleed in the tube? Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, Don't my. Don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. Please. Oh, you're going to love it. Oh. Action part. And, sh- and snakes. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, uh, so these pilots, one's from America and one's from SkyWest. So these are legit pilots right. for big airlines who probably wouldn't be trying to pull a hoax. The FAA and FBI are both investigating besides the potential legal issues of flying a jetpack at that altitude and in a restricted <laughs> airspace. An aviation expert says the guy was taking a huge risk. He said, quote, the risk is obviously having a collision with an airplane or the person getting ingested into an engine. That would be yes. a bad way to go. Charlie. Charlie. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> and now my favorite part of the show today. I'm okay. sorry, a little something something. Police in Connecticut are warning residents to keep a distance from an aggressive escaped beefalo. A oh, hybrid, beefalo. A hybrid of a domestic cow and a bison. 
The Plymouth mm. Police Department said the beefalo bull belonged to a Massachusetts farmer and the animal escaped from a trailer outside the Plymouth Meats Processing Facility. Oh, no. Uh, and that's how it got out there, this scary beefalo. Residents are also advised to steer clear of any loose duckins, goat <laughs> pigs, deer cats, or rattle rabbits. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> rattle rabbits. Rattle rabbits. I couldn't. We, I ran out of like hybrids, you know. That's the cross between a rattlesnake that is fun. and a rabbit. So yes, fast. So Rattle fast. rabbits. Yeah. Uh, you know, if I had more time and left it out to the listeners, we'd have funnier ones. We got to take a break. We'll come back with the audio vault and Rob Spiewak right here on the Michael Mara Show. Say you were inspired by the promo of Matty Masiello rambling off the list of cheeses, and now you want to grill cheese yourself, but you also want to help out TMOS. Let me show you how you do it. First, go to MichaelMaraShow.com and click on the button that says TMOS Shopping Center. Then click on Target. They got everything you need for this project. Bread, butter, all kinds of cheese. Swiss, smutz, provolone, whatever you want. Say you need a new frying pan or a spatula. They got it. Say you live in a Georgetown Spite House and you need mm. a new plate. They got that too. And because you're fat, let's throw in a bag of Kraft Baby Marshmallows. Now let me tell you, I got a Target red card, so they're kicking some money back to me. But more okay. importantly, since you went to the Team War Shopping Center, they're kicking some money back to Mike. Got it? Good. Now let's go back to the guy who would adopt the Target dog if he could. Mike O'Mara. Thank you. Missed a few consonants, but other than that, pretty good. Uh, Very urgent delivery. Urgent. Welcome back to the Mike O'Mara Show. Are you thirsty, Kirsty? <laughs> Want a beer, Guinevere? How about a shot, Dot? Dot. <laughs> I don't think there is. Yeah, I know a Dot. I still know a Dot. Uh, I had two mothers-in-law named Dot, both dead. It's a Dotty, not a Dot. Okay. So, Short for but I'm Dorothy. I'm sure maybe the friends called it yeah, Dorothy. <laughs> Dorothy. Want some bourbon, Keith Urban? <laughs> or some vino, Dino? We can't satisfy all of your alcohol-fueled needs because this Friday is the return of the TMOS Cocktail Party. Yeah, yeah. 7 p.m. Eastern, a full regular show with the guys and the wives jet-propelled by alcohol. Hey, like the guy on the jetpack. Right on. Followed by the bonus show, which uh, streams free, but uh, streamy, oh. <laughs> streamy, but only once. Then it hides behind the paywall. So pop a cold one, join us. We may even take your calls at eight 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 nine two zero more. Excuse me. What was that all about? <laughs> that was Johnny Fast a lot. Mm, you know what that might be? That might be hour. That might be your nickel allergy. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, the tube hurts. Oh, my tube. Uh, if you want to call 888-920-MORE, that's uh, the best way to kick off Labor Day. Here's a pro tip. You're the best bet. Ooh, what's that? Your what? best bet, probably. Oh, no. Here's a pro tip. You're the best bet. You're And it's got a question mark. Oh, Here's your, best best bet. Bet. your best your bet. Your best bet. No, it's you're the best bet. You're the best bet. Well, that's, it's that's a nice compliment. You're the best. Here's a pro tip. You're the best bet? <laughs> I'm just trying to read it like it's right. Here's a pro tip. You're the best bet? Subscribe to the bonus show at MikeOMaraShow.com. Unlimited access to every bonus episode of all time. We all have to stop sucking as much as we I agree. Are. I agree. Uh, yes. Click the banner and uh, Mike O'Mara, I guarantee it. And now back to that. There. What was it supposed to be, just to clarify? Your best bet. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But, but it wasn't you're the best bet. No, no. Okay, okay. It was just, a just a little V added into it, you know. Okay. Just, uh, Good to know. Here's a pro tip. Your best bet? 
It does. Yeah, I mean, you write a lot of stuff, Rob. It, sound, it sounds like be best. I was be I was best. probably I was probably between two different phrasings and I just didn't correct it right. My apologies. You were probably between two different cocktails. Am I right, yeah. ladies? <laughs> ah, that's right. No respect. I'll tell you what. <laughs> All right, take it away. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be political. I just I worry sometimes for the way people talk and if it if there's problems in the inner government. Because Laura Ingram on Fox News ostensibly is a Trump supporter. That's a Trump based network. He said something on Fox News yesterday that even she wanted him to back off on. Oh, I this know what it just, is. It's the golf is, it's the golf thing. No, this is about uh, who's controlling Biden. It's okay. so amazingly right. vague and over top. Uh, this okay. this is this is troubling. I don't even like to mention Biden because he's not controlling anything. Who, who do you they think is pulling them. Biden's strings? Uh, is it former Obama people officials? that you've never heard of? People that are in the dark shadows. People that. Oh, what are, does that mean? That sounds like conspiracy theory. Dark shadows. No, what is people that? that you haven't heard of. They're they're people that are on the streets. They're people that are controlling the streets. We had somebody get on a plane from a certain city this weekend. And in the plane, it was almost completely loaded with with thugs wearing these dark uniforms, black uniforms with gear and this and that. They're they're gear. on a plane. Where's the where's this? I'll tell you sometime, but I, I, it's under investigation right now. I'll tell you sometime. What? People you've never heard of in the dark shadows. Sounds like your demented uncle at a cocktail party. It's I watched it a Except dozen he's times. Sober. Yeah. <laughs> You're like. By what? the way, isn't didn't we? Isn't thugs no longer acceptable? I don't think that's as, as terrible as, as other words could be used. Well, However, a with lot of him, words aren't you, as terrible as other words. That's true. Like they said, uh, what did Mamie Eisenhower say, is that it, it took me this long to get him to say manure. Uh, it's just, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's him. And then another, I, I would imagine other words the president would probably use out of the blue. In I private. Respect, yes. When he's yeah. like with Attorney General yes. Barr. It's then those you, guys that get on their plane. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. It's serious that, time for a scary. I shouldn't scary. laugh. We got to vote. We got to vote. Please vote. Gotta Early. Please vote. Yep. Stay informed. Like uh, the Nuggets point guard, Jamal Murray, they're advancing to the next series of the playoffs. This is a great post-game interview with Jamal Murray because obviously he's not aware of how they've accelerated the season. And the Clippers we know is going to be a rugged test. Between now and Thursday, what do you do? We play Thursday? You yeah. get two days off? No, it's Thursday. Man, um, well, that's a bummer. Um, no, we just got to move ahead. We got a different mentality. Let's go get another another series. All right, sorry to is? be the bearer of bad news, but uh, yeah, you got a game in a couple days. He didn't know that he had two days off before the next game. He did not have two days off. He said, that's Thursday? <laughs> Everything is, is accelerated. And yeah, listen to his surprise when it's revealed. The Clippers we know is going to be a rugged test. Between now and Thursday, what do you do? We play Thursday? <laughs> we play Thursday. Isolate so that. Good. Uh, Please uh, isolate that. that I will. Thursday. We play Thursday. That's funny. Um, you know those old? They're almost made of wire, like postcard racks that you would see that spin, so you could buy a postcard, right? Like a display yeah. rack you see mm-hmm. in a store. Sure. I remember those. Obviously, this one has not been oiled. This was trending on YouTube yesterday. When they spin it, it really sounds like the soundtrack to a horror movie. It's just a postcard rack. <laughs> Uh, they're Foley guys that'll still run out and get that. I know. Hmm. It's just a postcard. Chills. Rack. I oh, love man, it. Man, you like, can put some music in back yeah. of that and make a great horror movie soundtrack. I like that. And, and congratulations to Snoop Dogg, who is releasing his own brand of gin. It's called Indago. 
It has seven botanicals and the flavor of organic strawberries. Perfect for your gin and juice. Exactly. But uh, Pony's the biggest gin head here. Pony, do you think strawberry has anything to do with gin? Is that a good idea? I think we should stop going to him because this I is guess what you're happens. Right. Maybe he can get yeah. back to us via, via mail. Thank you. And uh, we'll close with this, Mike. That won't be a problem. I love... <laughs> Trust me, that won't be a problem. We play Thursday? 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I I love when a baby that doesn't know how to talk tries to really make a point. And this is a great toddler that I found on YouTube that is really emphatic trying to say something at bath time. I don't know what you're saying. And the child's name, Lou Holtz the Fourth. <laughs> That's your magic audio. Well, well I don't get the rain man cold, but they're have a great Wednesday, everybody. That's it. We gotta get out of here. Don't forget the fruitcake futures are Do it. Uh, they're they're roaring right now. Yes. We don't want you to miss out, so order your Fruitcake Futures. Time the, is limited. Uh, time is limited. you got to do it now. We do have a, a time frame on this, and we do want you to get them. And the earlier you order them, the more we can line them up for you and get them to you for the holiday season. And they are delicious. That's it. we got to get out of here. Don't forget Cocktail Party on Friday night, mm-hmm. 7 p.m. Eastern Time. For Rob Spiewak and Oscar Santana, Mike O'Mara saying so long, everybody. Bye-bye. Ciao-ciao. Before you go, please make a mental note. Today's show was made possible by the TMOS bonus packages. You can secure yours right now by going to MikeOmeraShow.com and clicking on the red bonus banner. Buy it or give it. Either way, you're helping out TMOS, and that's a good thing. Thank you, and go in peace. Mike O'Mara, Radio Entertainment. Good morning! What's the matter with you people? I was joking! Don't you know a joke when you hear one? What? Well, I don't get the rain, man. It's cold, but the best is yet to come.